Welcome to the Next Tuesday Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Susie. I'm Caroline. And we're making women great again, even though we were already pretty great. We share authentic business stories, one woman at a time. We're a little Wall Street and a little woo-woo. We'll see you next and every Tuesday. Hello and welcome to the Next Tuesday Podcast. Half of you listening probably aren't listening for us, and that's okay. (laughs) Because we have our really cool guest today! We do, but also, like, I always drop my voice really low when I'm like, welcome to the Next Tuesday Podcast. It's our fake introduction person. The announcement mode. Like the announcement mode. Like the guy that announces every movie where he's like, one man can save the world. Yeah. Yes. It's your Susie's version of Mr. Movie Phone. Yeah. Well, guys, this is somewhat bittersweet. This is our last recording at what has been the NTP headquarters. Yeah. Susie's moving. We're moving. Staying in Richmond. People are like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, this time I'm not moving across the world. Not moving to another city. I know. Actually staying in Richmond. Yeah. Have you ever, like, moved in the same city? I guess when you lived in New York, you moved in the same city. Yeah, I moved in New York in the same city, which was, like, a mile away, and it felt like a whole new world. Um, New York's like that, though. Yeah. You go, like, three blocks, and you're in a different... New world. ...space. Yep. So, yeah, this is the first time I've moved just across town as an adult. How's it going? How's packing? Shitty. Yeah. Guys, moving out of the house sucks. I've never done that, but, um... Yeah. I've moved out of apartments, and that's awful. Well, I haven't either. This is the first time I've lived in anything bigger than a one-bedroom in my whole life. And also, the first time I've had the majority of all of my stuff across of my lifespan, because like in New York, I had whatever I took to college or grad school, and then accumulated, and then... In Australia, I had a backpack, which turned into, like, multiple boxes and bags to be shipped back. But then here, all of a sudden, I actually have furniture to move and more clothes and decor and a million books. Like, a million books. You do have a lot of books. I love books. You have, like, an entire side table full of books, which I really like. If they're, like, all stacked really cool on top of each other, I really like that. I'm a big fan of books. I like books, too. I don't like e-books. I like physical copies. I need to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of moving, wonder what it's like to move not only from a business, but into a whole new space that you create in a whole new world. I wonder. I wonder what that's like. That was a really bad uh, kind of slide in to our next guest, who is like the coolest. The and coolest. I think it's because I'm somewhat nervous to introduce her because she is so cool. So I'm trying to overcompensate. And but she's also like the most down to earth human who would just be like, yo, I'm Kelly Lemon. Yeah, it would be. So, I mean, that's who we're talking to. So, that's who we're talking to. Kelly Lemon. Like the fruit. Like the fruit. She is also the host of another podcast in Richmond that you may have heard of called Coffee with Strangers. It's pretty cool. It's actually really awesome. They do such a great job. And then um, Matt is the video guy. And so, they have a video component of theirs where they go into a coffee shop and they interview strangers. I know. It's pretty fancy, honestly. Like, way fancier than anything we do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was like, I don't... I'm sorry if our sound quality is terrible. Please don't hate us. So if you're tuning in from Kelly Lemon's Coffee with Strangers strangers and Matt, because they are all in it together, our sound quality is not going to be as good. We apologize. And our podcast probably won't be as good because theirs is awesome too. You know what? It's not a question of comparison, Caroline. It's just we're different. That's a really good point, Suze. We don't compare here. Remember, comparison and competition is just crazy words so (laughs) we are just recognizing that we're big fans of coffee with strangers and total fangirls and so we're super stoked that kelly came to chat with us kelly's going to talk about all of the really cool stuff that she's doing because she's got way more going on than just you know a podcast or a video series and stuff like that there is some physical stuff that is happening in richmond that she is moving and shaking and we're so excited yes so without further ado, here is Kelly Lemon. Like the fruit, like the fruit, like the fruit. Boom. This season of the next 
Tuesday podcast is brought to you by our lovely sponsors, one of which is Ride and Revel. Ride and Revel is a designer of paper goods, wedding stationery, brands, creative, custom merriment for all of life's celebrations. You can find her online at www.rideandrevel.com or riot.and.revel on Instagram. Heather basically gave us the glow up we needed to go from trailer park to, I don't know, you know, the Chrysler building. So if you are wondering why we started looking so good all of a sudden, it's because of Heather. And our second sponsor of this spring series is Vanessa Selick of Storybook Imaging and Intimate Chapters. She's a lifestyle and boudoir photographer who captured our quirkness, weirdness, and downright authentic selves. You can find her at www.storybkimaging.com or www.intimatechapters.com if you're looking for her on Instagram, you can find her at Intimate Chapters or Storybook, B-O-O-K, Imaging. Thanks so much, you guys. We are so appreciative for our sponsors. Take a check, and I'll see you next Tuesday, too. Women supporting more women. Welcome back to the next Tuesday podcast. Guys, we're sitting with- <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting here with Kelly Levin. <laughs> Drinking lemonade. Drinking Lemonade. And it's got K's on it, like this K and the lemon. Yes. Like I'm in it. I was yeah. Like, oh my gosh! Wait. <laughs> no. I brought my cup. Everybody's oh, like, what are you doing? yeah, yeah. Okay. So you wanted so, to drink out of it. <laughs> I brought my cup with me. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna do this. Susan. I appreciate so, it. For those people, you're like, what the hell is going on? We're sitting here with Kelly Lemon. Kelly Lemon has titled herself the social connector, but I title her. HBIC of mm. Richmond, mm-hmm. and <laughs> just general, like, cool individual. Got a lot of stuff going on. I do. She is the host of the Coffee with Strangers podcast, yep. which is an RVA-based podcast that you have go have coffee with strangers, and you, like, learn about them and do things and hear about their life, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. And you're also opening a coffee shop. Yeah, the Urban Hang Suite. Yeah. Can you talk about... Why it's called that? Yeah, where it came from. So, um, 2017, I got asked to speak at uh, Creative Mornings to kick off their January, well, their 2017 series. And my, um, my, I guess the theme per se was mystery. I had no idea what I was going to do with mystery. And every time I thought about that word, I kept seeing a question mark. Also in January, I left Mama J's restaurant. I was running a brand over there. Those are still my friends as family, so I'll I'll never really leave the brand, but it was time for me to kind of go on my own. And anyway, during my creative morning speech, part of my talk was about going beyond the question mark. When somebody asks you a question and you get the answer, is that enough? You know, are you doing anything, you know, beyond that answer and the mystery of what's next? And if you don't know what's next, what does that mean? You know, and I said something about the fact that I just want to take the time to um, figure out all the things that I love and how I get those and put them into one place. Mm -hmm. And so when it was time for the question and answer part, somebody was like, all right, well, what's next? And I was just like, okay, I just had this whole speech about the fact that I didn't know what the hell was next. And um, I said, well, you know, when people come to Richmond or it's the weekend, a lot of times I get that, Kelly, what should we do? Or Kelly, can we come to your house and just chill? Um, <laughs> Kelly, you have this environment where I just want to hang with you. I just want to, you know, be around you. I want you to teach me these different parts of Richmond. And so I knew that I could provide a comfortable environment. So moving into coffee with strangers, I get a lot of people thinking that I'm this coffee expert or, (laughs) um, you know, they just want to have coffee with me. I mean, you won't even imagine how many times people come up to me on the streets and go, hey, I'd like to have coffee with you. And (laughs) I get weirded out by it still because it's usually that weird stare first. And then it's like... Yeah. And then, and so it takes them a while to say that, but, and so I I was like, gosh, I would love to have like, and in my mind, the first thing that came up and I said it at this creative morning, you know, kind of like this urban hang suite. Now, if you know anything about um, Neo Soul and Mm R&B, there's an artist named Maxwell. And Maxwell has an album called The Urban Hang Suite. It has nothing to do with hanging out. It was just kind of the title of his album. So I said it during my creative morning speech and someone actually said, well, there it is. That's it. 
And, you know, I was kind of laughed it off and was like, okay, yeah. one of the main things I want to do is have a place where people talk, where people are social, where, you know, any part of the day, I may not know who you are, but sports, foods, art, and education are the things that I think that we can have a conversation about and we can keep that conversation going. So I said, when I open up this place, that's what it's going to have. It's going to have that vibe of just being social. If you feel like you can work in there, that's cool. But really, <laughs> I want you to talk to somebody or I want you to get a taste of local. You'll be able to talk to the locals. Uh, tourists will be able to meet locals. It's just going to have that vibe of feeling very social. So it's like coffee with strangers in real life. In real life, every day, right? Oh, my gosh. So... Kendra Feather was sitting in the audience. Okay. Kendra calls me like a week after. And who's Kendra Feather? She owns uh, Laura Lee's, part owner of the Roosevelt's, Garnett's. It's like six restaurants, all I think. All the good restaurants. Yeah. Not all the good restaurants, but most of the good restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I met Kendra and her husband, John, because they immediately opened up their doors when Matt and I said, hey, we want to do Tape Coffee with Strangers. So WPA Bakery, when they were, when they first opened, well, when they had that in Churchill, we got to Tape Coffee with Strangers the first couple of seasons we did it there. So anyway, got to know Kendra um, and Kendra was like, hey, meet me at 304 East Broad Street. And I said, you know, if Kendra says meet you, you meet her, you Anyone know? else, we would think that they were going to murder us. Yeah. Hide our body in a basement. You just, Richmond. you just but... meet. And I'm, and I'm not giving you all the bolts because I don't remember exactly how it goes. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't know what I was walking into. Um, Matt Balsterman owns the building. Okay. Um, he didn't know I was coming. Matt opens up the door. I look in, Matt looks at me, and it was almost this little aha moment mm -hmm. um, where he was on my 40 under 40 class um, which for Style Weekly. And so it was almost like this organic, what you trying to do? Wait, you got this space? And Kendra was that kind of social connection mm -hmm, that put it all together. And so we didn't really come to play until November when I signed the lease. Um, and um, hopefully it will be official this summer. But it is a... Um, grab and go in the front. So think coffee, tea, yes. juices, beer, wine, yes. bowl, salad, sandwiches, mm. everything fresh made. No cooking there because, and no offense to other coffee shops, but sometimes I don't like to go to coffee shops and leave smelling like yeah. whatever, whatever they've made yeah. because they're so small and they might mm -hmm. not have the biggest hood or anything in there. So I want to be able to either rent a commissary kitchen, either through Mama J's or one of these nonprofit organizations where I can yeah. kind of filter that back through. And so the front part is that is the, is the grab and go. So very newsy, very fast, very 10 to 15 minutes. You're in, you're out. And then the back is actual hang suite where it's very comfortable. You know, you kind of sit back, you relax, you can work, you can chill, you can talk, you can catch this vibe. And again, centered around food, sports, arts, in education where, you know, you know that the game is probably going to be on, you know, mm -hmm. the DJ booth will be set up. I will have my Ellen DeGeneres type stage where not necessarily coffee mm -hmm. with strangers happening there, but another podcast could come out of it or it just may be that day where I'm like, Hey, who are you? And you want to come up here and talk to yeah. me. And it's just this vibe, That's you know, so cool. that we create, you know, card games, TV night, spoken word. Like I want nice. that space to be able to do whatever that space feels like it wants to be for that day. So um, that is like a community center. Yeah. But for, but for grown folks yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Right. And, and, what I was trying to call it was like a day lounge, yeah, you know, where you go to the, yeah, lounge. you go to the lounge at night. If you're, you know, if you know DC and New York and LA where those are popular, you know, that lounge is your kickback and, mm -hmm. and you're just chilling. Well, yeah. this is going to happen during the day. So I'm looking at seven to seven, you know, uh, during the week, probably open on Saturdays just to start Sunday. I might need a little bit of a break to yeah. start. Yeah. Um, but, and then after seven, I really want to be able to look at more private events type things, you know, like let's close these curtains, have a real intimate conversation, whether that, that is, you know, some networking groups. And I don't like to use that word, but you yeah, know, some, yeah, groups. like some groups, some, yes. some groups of people, some, like some people wanting to hang. Yeah. Yeah. Some real talk. Some, some yeah, people looking to hang. To hang, exactly. Um, and that may be a little bit, um, I'm, I'm kind of teetering with this membership based yeah. um, thing where, you know, we're, we're, you're part of the club and you get to come in and, and use it a little 
little bit after hours. So, um, so that's the concept of the Urban Hay Suite. It is providing me the opportunity to kind of mix everything that I love. I'll be there and I know that, you know, I want those conversations to happen there. Um, so I'm excited about so what it's going to be. Yeah. Yes. What it's going to be. First time I've seen it. I'm, I haven't seen the concept anywhere. Um, if you've been to DC, maybe a little bit like busboys and poets, a uh-huh. little bit oh, like that. Yeah. Poets. Yeah. So again, it's, it's a, I think it's a totally different vibe for, especially Maybe's downtown, Richmond. downtown Richmond. Yeah. 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 Oh, that always yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah. So you said that's we're looking at summer. Yeah, because summer lasts until September. So I just don't want to make any promises that I can't hold. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. No. And I'm still doing all my other jobs. Right. Like, so yeah. what are some of those jobs? Yeah. Well, so Coffee with Strangers, we try to tape that every Monday. And so how did that start? Uh, another one of those like weird conversation. So I sit on the board for um, Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club and Matt Pacilli was on that board. Hey, Matt. Um, yeah. <laughs> Roll back um, a couple of years ago, I had this this show on NBC called RVA Grooves. Okay. You may ever, never have seen it because it came on Sunday nights at like midnight. Like, okay. yeah. I, yeah. And it was an art and culture show and I would go around and similar to what I'm, I'm doing, but I would go to these places. Mm-hmm. Um, longest story short, Matt saw it and was like, that was cute. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and in the most, you know, respectful way, he was like, yeah. I think that you could still do something like that. And do you have any interest in that? He had been watching, um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's comedians, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. riding around mm-hmm. getting coffee or coffee, yeah, yeah, co- yeah, yeah, yeah cars and comedians, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he said, "I think that you could talk to anybody." And I said, well, "He said like," and so we were at Lyft, and so shout out to Lyft because Lyft was the, the birth child of this idea. And he was like, "So say that person right there at that table, you know, you would just go up to him and be like, hey, and just start a conversation." I was like, "Oh, so you just want me to have coffee with strangers?" Yeah. And he was like, yeah, would you do that? And I was like, yeah, let's go. And so that was in January. And in March, he was like, okay, do we think people will will just come on the show? And we were, I was like, I don't know, let's just try. <laughs> um, the UCI race was about to happen. Um, I knew some other people through VCU. And so what we did that first season is really lined up just friends or people that we had been watching and seeing and, yeah. and just asked them, hey, y'all, we're just doing this. Can y'all just come on the show? Sounds and, like us. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like us. We're like, mm, we don't know if this is going to even like play. Didn't, didn't, stuff. didn't think it was, you know, yeah. again, a passion project. Right. You know, and here we are, I think maybe ninth season. Wow. Matt, yeah, Matt will, Matt will correct me. And <laughs> I am on... This Monday drops Stranger 98. Number 98. Yeah. So number 100 is should be the middle of April. And we have some ideas of who that will be. But that oh. will be live. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be a live show. It'll be a live show. I it has it. to be somebody so Richmond, though. Yeah. You know, so really we have two big names in, 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 in the work. So, um, so, yeah, so that's how Coffee with Strangers came about. Again, passion project. Just never thought it would be anything. But the direction that it took really led me to some other things, you yeah. know? Yeah. It, it, it put me in a whole nother media world where again, I never, here's another secret. I don't listen to the podcast. I don't listen to ours very much unless we've like been editing it. I'll like listen to the intro in like the first 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm like, I sound, I hate myself. I don't like the way I sound. Yeah. So I'll listen to, you know, I'll listen to this one and I'll listen to the other podcast that I've been on, but our podcast, I don't listen to. I do watch our five minute video though, because I, I, I just want to see how crazy. And I love the fact that Matt does a very good job of editing the so 20 good. to 30 minutes down to five minutes and what he picks and pulls to, to, to get in it. So, so I do that, that, that that's my weekly thing. And then, um, every weekend, Friday night, I'm on, um, the weekend with the heavy hitter DJ Lonnie B and Danger Mouth. That's on Kiss FM, Radio One Richmond from seven to, um, 10 PM. I'm on Kiss FM every other Saturday from 3 to 7 p.m. And then Lonnie and I are back on our sister station, which is iPower 92.1 and 104.1. And we do that on Sunday from 7 to 10 as well. We also do different, like, what we call either pop-up parties or urban 
focused events for our age group. Mm-hmm. Lonnie and I got real bored. We were <laughs> like, literally were like, literally what can we do? You know? Yeah. So we started this brunch series um, that used to be down at Seven Hill called Brunch in the Bottom. Unfortunately, they've That's closed. Really close. Yeah. But we we're trying to look to figure out where we're going to do that this summer. The Art of Noise is our old school or classic um, old school music lovers party that we do the night before every major holiday, whether that's at the National or at the Broadberry. So the next big one is coming up. Memorial Day. We'll be back at the National. Um, yeah, we sell those parties out. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. So what do you do there? Like, it's, just, you- it's just two, two DJs. I host, a Mad Skills host, and we literally take you back to a gym jam. Like, yeah, you hear nothing that's on the radio, you know, no mumble music. So we just, we we take it back to like old school 80s, 90s, hip hop, R&B. We'll throw in some rock, we'll throw in some country because MTV back then, you had everything. You had a good mix. So it's just good, it's just good music. That's what we call that. So then we do pop-up parties where we'll go and take over um, different bars and restaurants on their slow days and tell everybody to meet us there from like five until eight. The bar makes a killing and then you're you're home to see your kids in bed or you know, yeah. or whatever that is. And then now every Friday night we're in the basement at Vagabond. Um okay. so we're we're calling that the basement at Vagabond. So yeah, so so yeah. We we, we got our hands in a whole a bunch of different stuff. pots. But yeah. all but all being very supportive of other entrepreneurs and local businesses mm-hmm. and things like that. And like yeah. I think that's what's really important and interesting is that you really kept it very like very Richmond focused mm-hmm. to a point where it's like, yes, this is like our Richmond <laughs> it's like our Richmond podcast. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And I think people feel very invested mm-hmm. and a little bit of like ownership over it mm-hmm. in a way that's like really cool and unique. Yeah, yeah. It's scary though too. You yeah. know, like it, it you know, th- people are very aggressive with it. Um we just got picked up on so we're on um NBC's app. So we're online with them. Oh, cool. We're on their, um, is it Roku or Roku? I don't know. Oh, is it Roku? Roku. Roku. Yeah, we're on that with them. So um, you can catch all the seasons up there. And oh, cool. they're finding the hits that people are going back and looking at them because it is giving you so many different perspectives about people yeah. in Richmond. Um, and so, you know, now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting those, well, you should have me on. You know, and one of the ways that I have been able to get out of that is, you know, I don't pick them, you know, Matt and Jenny and Christian, you know, they kind of do the picking now because if I pick it, then how are you a stranger? You know, like what is, what is that? What does that do for me? So, yeah. yeah. I think that happens in everything. Like, I think as people, we just have a little bit of an entitlement Mm -hmm. thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you see something cool and you just want to be a part of it. Yeah. And sometimes there isn't that, like button that's like <laughs> holding you back yeah. from, being like, no button from spilling over into from just being a crazy maniac yeah 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 you know? <laughs> i get like, it yeah so there's just not that like do not say that thing right now no but it just came out your mouth and yeah and you're like probably afterwards you're like oh i just made an ass of myself yeah yeah but we just need buttons lip buttons mm-hmm. Beep. Mm-hmm. lip buttons yeah i call it my they just gut you. They just yeah, yeah. They're oh, like, girl, did you just say that? And I'm like, ah, okay. I know what to say and not to say sometimes now. But I love, I love everything that I do. And that was one of the things I was. So backstory: I was at VCU for 14 years. I started there when I was 22, um, and literally kind of tried to leave a lot. And what I was taking classes or teaching. No, so I went to UVA okay. undergrad. Okay, because yeah. for a minute it sounded like you were like at VCU like. Mm-mm. Trying to graduate. No, 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 no. I wasn't. Like, I wasn't on that 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 program. Yeah, I was like, no. That was so Van Wilder. No. Yeah. UVA. Yeah, went to UVA. Um, and then immediately got a job at VCU as um director of women's basketball operations. So I started oh, cool. in athletics. Jumped from athletics to student affairs. From uh-huh. student affairs, ended my career in the university college as the director of new student um, program. So I was the orientation lady. Oh, yeah, I cool. you know welcomed all the the first year and transfer students. To do that now. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely fun, um, but I was very disconnected from my friends. I was 21, 
every four years. Yep. And like my whole mentality was this young college student. So I would say stuff to my friends and they'd be like, what are you talking about, girl? Like mm-hmm. we have no idea. And so I think it was just that time that I needed to graduate. Um, Mama J's was blowing up. And because Mama J's was blowing up, you know, Lester was like, Kelly, we need somebody, you know, full time to be general manager. And I really thought that I was going to own a bar, you know, like I was going to mm-hmm. get into that, that sling business. Mm-hmm. And so I said, if I need to own a, if I'm going to own a bar, I need to own a restaurant or at least get in the restaurant field. I See, learned that's smart. You get in I and learned. you test and yeah. you learn and you're like, Oh, yeah. this is hard. And didn't want it. what I want to do. Didn't yeah. want it. Yeah. And so then the, 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 again, the podcast started to pick up a little bit. Radio was like really at my door. I do sideline broadcasting for VCU men's basketball. So that so whole, you got into radio through sports, through sports, got through sports. It. My, um, the old program director at radio one Richmond said, if you can do sideline broadcasting without a teleprompter, you can do radio. And nice. so they just grabbed me. And so then again, I did not think these weren't my jobs. This wasn't my dream. Just I didn't write this, you know, and I went through this little bout of like, I didn't want to get up and go to work. So when I knew I didn't want to get up and go to work, then I was like, I'm hustling backwards. So I think I kind of just made a hard decision that I am only going to do things that I love and the things that I love food, sports, arts, and education, and how can I fix it and make it my own? And so when it was time for me to leave Mama J's, it was one of those um, weird conversations where um, Lester at the time said, hey, you know, we need to write down your goals. And I said, I only have one. And this was back in February of um, 2016. I said, I only have one. And he was like, all right, well, do you know it? And I said, yep. I said, I need to be able to find my replacement and train them before December because it's time for me to go. And as my friend, it wasn't one, it was one of those I think he had that uh, moment but I think he also was kind of like it's time yeah it's time I, I I cannot be your friend and say yeah you can't go you can't go well and again like being there you have all this experience that now when you go into the urban hang suite mm-hmm. you know you're just translating all of it all of it yeah right. so maybe it's not a bar but you still have this sweet space mm-hmm. that you're managing orchestrating and Hospitality, yeah. Hospitality is a, is a weird circuit, but yeah. it's a big field in Richmond. And then if you can, if you can put the business in it and then you can put the social in it and you can add all these different elements. I mean, it's, it really is doing big things. I mean, you talk about beer, you talk about coffee, you talk about food. Those oh things are so big in Richmond right now. The number and of coffee roasters. Roasters. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So saying this, you know, this is kind of like a Debbie Downer comment, but why do you think so many restaurants fail in Richmond too? Like, why do you think that happens? They don't, they don't know their focus and they don't know their brand. They can jump out there without a plan. Uh Um, and you, number one, you have to be ready for it. Um, you know, you have to love it. You have to want to do it. It is not uh, being an entrepreneur. I mean, you know, that's not for everybody. Right. Being in the restaurant business is not for everybody. It's not as I think some people want to make it cookie cutter and it can't be. Sometimes you have to reinvent it. You know, as you have you seen some clothes and open up as something else, you know, like you have to kind of make it fresh and new because somebody is always going to be able to do something similar, you know, mm-hmm. unless you, you know, you go to New York and you come back with this idea, you go to LA or Chicago and come back with this mm-hmm. idea. I think it has to be fresh. And I think Richmond is so about that newness and that do what you want to do that it has to be right. It has to be fresh and you have to have a good solid plan. And it's thankless. Like, yeah. Being in the thick of it. Yeah. It's quite it seems all sexy and hot when people are coming in and out, but to manage the kitchen and to manage the staff and to make sure things are on time and yeah. everything's cooked, like, yeah. it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. You have to be a leader. Yeah. You know, like, and and be able, and be a leader in the terms of to be able to hire the right people to assist you and know when to let some people go when they're not good for your brand. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, like, let's talk a little bit about that because you've surrounded yourself with a lot of really great people mm-hmm. to assist you. I mean, we know we've talked about Matt, who's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got Jenny, mm-hmm. who's just lovely. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know Christian. Who's Christian? Christian came to us from Richmond Times Dispatch. He okay. is, um, he works for them, but he's kind of a freelance photographer that is kind of 
honing into his craft a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he was a fan of the show and was like, do you guys need some help? And Jenny at the time, you know, her business is picking up more. And so. Jenny McQueen. Yeah. Yeah. And she lives, you know, in Chesterfield and we take now at Pops on Grace. Um, and you know, RTD is right there. So, you know, yeah. he comes over and does those and, and Jenny still does, you know, some of the big ones, but we get Jenny more on the creative side. Nice. Yeah. So you like play to people's strengths, right? So you have Jenny in like her creative side mm-hmm. and then you have like Christian and he can like come in and just get it done yeah. and like do yeah. a great job. And that's awesome. And how do you go about finding these people who have such great strengths that complement yours? Does mm-hmm. it just happen? Or it is does. there a thought it, behind it? It happens, but also I think that. So I got to Richmond in 1992. Well, I got to Hanover. Let's be honest. My oh, parents well. lied to me, and they thought, <laughs> My yeah, lied. yeah. Well, they said we were moving to Richmond, and no, we moved to Hanover. Uh, but and where did you move from? Hampton. Hampton, Yorktown okay. area. Um, so I'm Tidewater girl born, yeah. but I live Richmond. Like, you know, Richmonders have given, have given me the pass to say that I can say I'm from here now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But. The um, so being in Hanover was different for me because I was used to Tidewater, which was military, so it was a melting pot. Lots of different races, you know, just culture in general was different down there. Yeah. So when I roll up to Hanover in Atley High School day one, and I'm like, hey, oh and everybody's God. like, why is she talking to us? And I'm like, you don't talk to people, you know, like so. I integrated myself within a predominantly white community, but I knew that something else was out there in Richmond. Right. So when we used to go play, I cheered. Um, When we used to go play, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) When we used to go play back then, Armstrong, Kennedy, Verina, Highland Springs, like, I used to get off the bus and literally be the only black face that got off the bus to an all-black high school. Wow. And so they would kind of be like, who is she and where does she come from? Let's roll back a little bit. I also worked at Foot Locker in Virginia Center Commons. Now, if you know anything about Richmond and Virginia Center Commons, back then, that was the dopest mall ever. Like, when it first <laughs> opened, like, it was short pump, you know? And so, awesome. so, when I was working there, I was serving, well, in Foot Locker, I was, you know, all yeah, of yeah. The, the people that came in there, they knew me from there. But they never expected me to get off the Atlee High School bus yes. and cheer. Yeah. So I was known as the little black girl that cheered for Atlee that worked at Foot Locker. <laughs> and so I actually had relationships with some of these, um, you know, out Richmonders and, and, and Henrico residents. And on the weekends, that's where I partied. Yeah. So I really got to know Richmond. My parents were terrified. They were like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Stop. You know, well, don't go. The 90s, too. Not number one. Time. We were the number one murder capital in, in the world. Not, yeah, not a great time for Richmond. Not at all. But I loved it. Yeah. I was just like, I could go to out to, you know, any place in Hanover, any place in, you know, that at Lee Lee Davis, I was out and about there, but then I could also go downtown. I could hit up Broad Street, Bird Park, Lee Street used to be jumping. Um, and so I was really living the best of both worlds. Then I go out to UVA again, m- meeting people, networking with people, being yeah. in athletics, meeting more networking, come to VCU, another melting pot, right? networking with people. When I had the opportunity to buy a house, I bought my house um, in Northside. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, because, right? oh, my gosh, Prices. oh, my gosh. We were just talking about how crazy real estate is right now. Oh, my gosh, and it was a HUD home, and I just saw, and I say this all the time, I saw that rose in that concrete, mm-hmm. and I bought my house for something ridiculously stupid, <laughs> and I bought it when I was 24. My parents, again, extremely against it. I've been right. I've been there, it'll be 18 years, yeah, 18 years in, um, in September, and, again, I'm in this neighborhood neighborhood that again I'm, I'm not from Richmond so I had to have this neighborhood kind of embrace me and then it allowed me to really really know Richmond so yeah. all these pockets that I could pull from from the restaurant industry from the sports industry from the media industry allow me to have a good network so I can always go back and remember oh so-and-so does this let me see if they're interested so-and-so does that let me see if they're interested mm-hmm. so 
it was just all about that word we hate, that networking. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it was, it was, it well, really was that. Yeah. It's just relationship building. Yeah. Yeah, it is relationship building. Yeah. And so what it sounds like to me is that you're really good at trusting your intuition, mm-hmm. um, whether it is saying like, I know that I need to be in this place or I know I need to work with these people or like, I know I need to buy this house. Mm-hmm. It sounds like your intuition is very, very strong. Yeah. And that you trust it. And everything happens for a reason. Yes. I'm a big believer in that. Um, and I started probably in like 03, 04, um, to really believe it. But more importantly, and I'm not the most religious person, you know, out there. So, you know, don't take this wrong. But I started to, this woman told me to pray specifically, very specifically about the things that I wanted. Like really ask God for the exact thing that you want. Like manifesting, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so again, if I want to be happy, you know, I prayed for those things. If the man that I got now, I pray for him, you know, like those things I I really started to pray for. And I figured if the Lord gives it to me, then that's what I'm supposed to get. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of attraction. You're like putting out there all of the things that you're envisioning for Mm -hmm. your life, Mm -hmm. trusting that it will come to you in Mm -hmm. the timing that it's meant to be. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And it, it's it's just been that clear of a ride to me. You know, yeah. um, one of the fun things that I say is that, I, you know, I play chess and not checkers, you know, when it comes to my life. And so I don't feel like I have any enemies. I don't feel like I have anybody that I hate. I just I'm not living that drama drama life right now. You know, right. if you don't like me, OK, you know, if right. something happens, did you die? Right. You know, right, like, exactly. that, you know, if like, dead. yeah, if, if, yeah. if no one's dead, whew, we can keep this going, yeah, you know, life's too short. it really is. And, um, I just think that that's kind of, I, I, I had to stop stressing over things, but also, you know, I, I do have a little bit of some, you know, mental illness challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my grandmother was a manic, um, depressant. I think I always say it right or wrong. And then my great grandmother was a schizophrenic. So Mm -hmm. early I was told, you know, you need to watch mental health as it, you know, comes and goes when it does. And so, you know, depression is something that I, you know, I don't battle with. I deal with, you know, me and my therapist have great talks about it, but yeah, yeah. one of those things that I, I'm not ashamed of, you know, like I talk about it because it, it makes me just kind of get that off my chest and I can keep it moving. And I know when I'm, and I'm having my blues and I'm having my, my days where, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling my best, but right. I know that there's something bigger. And so it just makes me push a little and harder. So what are some ways like you handle that? Like you're running so many different things. You're so involved mm-hmm. in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the things that you do for yourself that might help other listeners who also might be struggling a bit? I got, well, food? number one, I got help. Yeah. I was trying to face it on my own. Um, and to the, to the point where a boy, uh, ex-boyfriend called me crazy, Ugh, you know, and they always do that. Yeah. And I, but I really thought I was, you know, like right. I really thought that I was like, Oh my gosh, I know that I'm dealing with family history of mental well, illness. Yeah. Like really, am I really crazy? Am I going crazy? And that's hard too. Because yeah. you're like, I'm trying to be observant, but am I overanalyzing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, um, number one, get help. And stop thinking that, you know, it'll just fix itself. Mm-hmm. Um, or that you have to do it by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, grab a great village. And when I say village, we all have associates, mm-hmm. but we don't all have friends. Right. You know, and the older I've gotten, that group has gotten smaller and smaller. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that people say, yeah, Kelly's my friend. And... I don't, I don't say it that too like, often, yeah, you know, like, hey girl, you know, hey girl, you know, because I feel like my friends know me, they can speak for me, they can hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. they can not necessarily control me, but I will listen to them. Right. You know, because you respect their opinions. Exactly. You know that they want the best for you. Exactly. And they become your family. Yes. You know that they have your back regardless, regardless. of what you're going through and will drop anything to be there for you. Yeah. And that can be very rare when we have lots of associates. Like exactly. The yeah. smaller, the it's, bunch, the thicker. Especially people that 
that want to be your friend more than, you know, for whatever reason. Right. You know, like it may be a personal gain to them more than it is that genuine friendship to you. So the village is very strong for me and to have them have my back and to tell, again, to tell me when I'm wrong. Um, I also had to seek help from a coaching standpoint. So I know y'all know CEO, you know, CEO, yeah, CEO helped with some things. Um, I started working with Shannon on, mm-hmm. you know, on some things. Both people um, who've been on the podcast. Yeah. Still yeah. listen to their episodes, yeah. CEO and Shannon. And to know professionally that it was okay to get that kind of help. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, that's hard too, because like admitting that like when you're a type A and like running stuff and being like, yeah, I can do this or done this or like, yes, I can do everything at once. It's really difficult to admit like, oh my gosh, okay, maybe I don't know best in this, in this one part of something. Mm-hmm. It's hard to admit that. Best piece of advice, CEO gave it to me. Kelly, if it's not a hell yes, it's a fuck no. Yes. And that's that's all I really needed. Like that piece. And so when I when I get asked to do things, there would be a time where I said yes to everything. Yeah. Every non-payment, every little payment, every big payment, it was just a yes. And now I am at a different time. No is a better word to me. I was always afraid that I was letting somebody down. Like somebody was going to be hurt that I couldn't help them. And now I I, I can't care anymore. And it's establishing boundaries too, right? Mm -hmm. So that you have the space to say yes to the things that are coming for you that are hell yeses rather than having to not have the space for something really awesome or step on other toes for backing out. It was affecting my relationships with my family, with my friends. And also I've changed the way that I treat my, you know, my current partner because, you know, I, like I said, I used to not even care about what he wanted to do. I was always like, yes, it's money. Let's go. You know, it's going to get my name out there. It's helping my brand, 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 brand. And then, you know, you know, he comes along and and he's kind of like, okay. You know, like he didn't care what I did. And I was just like, Okay, I gotta say no to things because he doesn't yeah. care. Like, no, I need him to care, you know. So I totally changed the way that um, I respond or I look at the the jobs that I take on. So Kelly Lemon has kind of become a brand. She is. She is a brand. <laughs> yeah, so she's two. That? She's two different people. And so, what is that like to brand yourself? Um, it was hard at first um, because I was afraid of using my name legally. I was like, they're going to come after me. You know, like somebody's going to come after me if I use my name. And so that's kind of how Like the Fruit was born. Uh Because I always, somebody would be like, well, what's your name? And I would say, Kelly with an I, Lemon Like the Fruit. I say Fox Like the Animal. I love it. It's the best way to explain things. Because people always find a way to misspell your last name. I was Lemon. I was Lemon. I was all just like the fruit. You know? And so then as I started to establish that, then when I got on radio, I was like, oh, I'm Kells on radio you know I'll, I'll be this nickname on radio and my program director at the time was like mm, you should have just been kelly lemon that was the worst that was probably one of the only regrets that i had that i didn't start off i'm kelly lemon on the radio now yeah. um and everything that i do i'm very much so kelly lemon and i think that it just it kind of grew into this i said my name so much and my name was kind of being connected to social fun things that it, it kind of grew itself into a brand. Yeah, it um, a brand. Yeah, and I've, and I've been very protective of it, too. Um, you know, people ask me all the time, can you just throw this up on your page? Or can you just yeah. do this for me? Or, you know, can you... And I'm, no, I can't. Like, I, this... This name has, not only is it my government name, but it has kind of formed a life of its own when it comes right. to how I live Richmond. So, um, so yeah, that's how yeah. it became a brand, yeah. Is that somewhat stressful at times? Because I feel like not everybody can separate the, I mean, not everybody stand, understands the whole, like, business thing. So yeah. not everybody can separate the, like, brand, like, Kelly Lemon the brand from Kelly Lemon the person. So. Yeah, it is um, because they they intertwine so much. Yeah. Take for example the two different. When I am hosting an event, I speak to everybody. Everybody gets a hug. Everybody gets a little bit of my time. Yeah. Um, when I am out with my boyfriend at dinner, no one gets it but him. And so 
Kelly Lemon, the brand, although she is still the physical person, the brand is off at that time. Yeah, Um, which is hard for some people to understand. Very hard, very hard. Now, I'm not rude about it. And I had to make him not rude about it <laughs> because people would interrupt dinner, you oh, know, wow. and I would just be like, can we just eat, you know, like even down to sometimes I can't stand on my front porch, you oh know? Yeah. It's, it's people are crazy. People are, crazy. people are crazy. And I didn't sign up or think that I, I was doing this because I loved it. I was doing this because it was fun. Like, I don't like that word local celebrity. People use it all the time. And I'm just like, they don't match to me. I'm like, yeah. I'm a look. Either you're a local or you're a celebrity. You're, yeah. you, you can't be both. You know, you can't, you can't be both. My bank account doesn't say celebrity. Yeah. My bank account says I'm local. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and so in, in, in saying that it is hard to turn them off, but I do that for my friends. I do that for my family. And um, it's, it's weird sometimes because sometimes, like, my voice is the same usually. But right. it does have its inflections that, sure. you know, I, I'm like, oh, shit, Kelly, you're not on the radio. <laughs> oh, shit, you're not doing, you know, but you're not doing. But you do take on that energy. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. definitely a thing. Like, when yeah. you're in flow with whatever's happening or mm-hmm. you're just in the moment, you ride very different waves sometimes mm-hmm. than you do when you are. Mm-hmm. I'm a normal human right now. Right. And my boyfriend will call it. I know, ah, Kelly Lemon, you need to just leave right now. And I'll be, and so then I'm like, okay, that's his way of saying that. Out. Yeah, the, the the brand is out, and he wants me. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Oh, I hope that answered your question. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I want to know what is your favorite thing about Richmond? Like mm. you are Richmond. Mm-hmm. What What do you love about Richmond? I love that Richmond will let you be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've gone to any other city, and I've and I've and I've done quite a bit of traveling. I don't like big cities, and I think I don't like big cities because I think they're a lot of cookie cutter of the same person. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to LA, it's who are you? What do you do? Yeah. You know, when you're in. In New York, it's, you know, well, what organization are you with? What's your, what's your status? You know, um, when you're in, uh, maybe say Atlanta or something, it's, you know, who do you hang with? You know, who do you know? And that to me is just, you know, you can come to Richmond and be like, mm, you know, yeah, yeah, kind of me. Yeah, right. no. What do you do? I just made it up. You know, like, oh, yeah, you made it up. You make money. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of created my own thing. It wasn't here. So I just did it, you know. Um, and oh, where do you, where do you live? You know, no, I built it, found this old little something and just kind of did what I wanted to do with it, you know. And I think that's the dope thing about Richmond is that you can, you can come here and maybe think that no one here is like you. And then you're like, Oh crap! Like I found people. <laughs> there's this crew, or there's that crew, or the, you know. And I think we can bounce around in these crews. The one thing that I am hoping that completely changes about Richmond, and I've said this before, and I think we're slowly getting there, is we're still not inclusive. Okay. We're yeah. very, very segregated. Not yeah. only by race, but by class, by sex. I mean, everything is. We're not a good mix at everything. We do some things well. Mm-hmm. Some, like there's some events per se that yeah. you you know that everybody's coming to. But, yeah. you know, there's some nights where, um, you know, I'll, I'll ride different areas and it's either all black or all white or, you know, all gay or all straight or all, you know, it's just not right, right. a big mixing, mixing, bowl. mixing bowl. And I think that that is because we kind of are comfortable with being who we are and right. being into ourselves. Right. But I think that there's people missing out on some very dope things by just not being a little bit open-minded, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to some of the things that are going on. And, and, and that's kind of, you know, how I live my life when somebody's, when people are like, ah, there's nothing to do this weekend. I'm like, well, shit, I'm looking at my calendar. <laughs> I got to go here, 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 here. And that's why Unlocking RVA and I started the weekly, weekly calendar that we put out. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but we put it out Thursday through Sunday. And we are yeah. very, very strategic about what goes on that calendar. I it is it. a mix of everything. So I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love that calendar because I used to do, this is really nerdy and mm-hmm. shows how type A I am. 
I used to do an email to all of my like close friends in Richmond, mm. a weekly email about like this is what's going on and here's where we should go and here's a gift that goes with everything and like blah, 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 blah. Oh. and like now there's a, someone just like people do it for do me. it for yeah so I don't yeah. have to do it anymore. Yeah. A lot of people doing it actually. You know, you got the Richmond experience, you got um, Occasion Genius, you got a lot of people that are like understanding the need to fill this this calendar of all of the things that we have going on in Richmond. Yeah. There's really no need to leave on the weekends. Not saying not go anywhere, right. but we are having a, a change of, of events. So I yeah. hope that, you know, we continue with this slow movement of being inclusive. So what's next for Kelly Lemon, the person? Because that's who we want to talk with. Yeah. Um, the person. Yeah. Oh, okay. She, uh, she wants a family. Like Aww, she really does. Yeah. Like and then everybody always goes, You don't have time for a family. Oh my god. Don't tell me what I have time for or don't have you know, like I really I thought at one point I'd have five kids and, you know, have this white picket fence and, you know, just have children running all around the house and I'd be a soccer PTA mom and um but yeah, nah, that didn't happen. <laughs> um so I, I I do want a family. Um I want to you know, travel some more. Um, I have about maybe three or four more business ideas. Um, I, I know that, that, that's, that's well, a decade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, I want, you know, I want to be able to just grow old real comfortably and enjoy it. Um, and whether it's me starting something and selling it and it, it, it goes off, but, um, and then to be able to mentor and give people, you know, their advice. I think that that's real important, like just to kind of keep that, energy going and pass it down and pass it forward. I think sometimes we are so scared that somebody's going to take our shit, you know, and ah, you can have it. I've been dying for somebody to take my radio gig, you know, like <laughs> just here, you can have it, you know, you can have this. Cause sometimes I think it's, it's, it's time for change. It's time for new things and yeah. um, let, let the next generation or the next person, you know, have it and, and, and do with it. And run with it. Yeah. Yeah. So for those who want to run with you, mm -hmm. where can all the people find you in all the places? Yeah. So just follow me at like the fruit um, and all, all things like the fruit. Um, and I know this is really dumb, but can you spell that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's L-I-K-E-T-H-E-F-R-U-I-T. So just like it, like the fruit. Cause I'm Kelly with an I, lemon, like the fruit. And, <laughs> um, and then just, you know, make sure you're following, um, that for all the updates for the urban hang suite and, um, what's going on with radio and just my social connection stuff and what yeah. I got going on next. And where can they find coffee with strangers? Oh. You could find that at coffeewithstrangersrva.com and all those episodes. We'll, we'll take a little break before we drop the um, 100th episode, um, but um, we try to keep them going. We try not to break as, as much, but as Matt and I have Jobs. <laughs> Real jobs. We, we get it. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's anybody that uh, you guys want to see on the show, um, please send nominations to producers at coffeewithstrangersrva.com. You can send nominations oh in. God, yeah. Yeah. Another and, and, and really how they're living Richmond. You yeah. know, like um it's very hard talking to people that don't go out or are yeah. not, you know, they're like, nah, I cook. Uh, no, on the weekends I stay home. Uh, yeah. You know, like that's what we want to introduce people to is yeah. how what you're happened? living in this city. And so and we're very strategic about how we place people too to make yeah. sure that the diversity is a good mix. Nice. So yes, please send those nominations too. Cool. Well, you can find us, as always, at www.nexttuesdaypodcast.com. Mm -hmm. If you want to become a patron, you can do that at www.patreon.com slash nexttuespodcast. Mm -hmm. uh, you can rate, review, subscribe, find us on Instagram and Facebook and all the social things at nexttuespodcast. And other than that, we'll see, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Bye.